Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Foot Features podcast series. I'm head of middle school, John Turner, and today I'm joined by three of our ninth grade students, Zoe, Mac, and David, who are taking a break on a beautiful spring day to share some of their experiences from their grade's two-week trip to China. Welcome to all of you. These three students were joined by 23 of their classmates and five teachers on the 16th annual trip to China just this past March. As I hope our listeners will hear, this experience goes well beyond a simple tourist vacation, but is fully connected to our curriculum, especially in the comparative cultures course and other language study. And it is perhaps the highest example of how we learn by doing at foot, something that starts for our students in kindergarten and continues through our highest grades. Speaking of kindergarten, I think some of our travelers have been thinking about this possibility ever since their early years at foot. And I wonder if we can begin by asking how you anticipated the trip and how it felt as the bus pulled away from our campus and finally headed to the airport. David, I think you started with us here at foot school in kindergarten. Can you talk about thinking about the trip all Yeah, so um, I, I've always been like looking forward to this and it's just as I've gone through the years at foot, it's been like a cool highlight I really enjoyed. and. Um, it's one of the reasons I stayed for ninth as well. Uh, just a great opportunity for this trip, and um, I was a little nervous when we when any first went on the first left on the bus, but um, I was with all of my friends. It was nice. We were like, we were just hanging out, and so it was comforting. And I got really excited for the trip after that. All right, so I came in sixth grade, and one of the things that I really remember is like the Yali assembly. Um, I think. Like every year, the the Yali kids would come and we'd see them dance, and I'd always be like, "I want a Yali buddy." I mean, this is really cool. And so I remember I met my uh, Yali buddy Alan in September, and I went back to see him in China, and it was just such a great experience to see him again. So I came in fifth grade, and I remember we were playing Foursquare outside the gym in the fall when all the Yali buddies were there, and a bunch of them got really excited about it and they wanted to learn how to play. So we taught them how to play Foursquare. Then after that, when they were there, we kind of had a friendship with them, and they remembered us, and they, and they would go to, um, I think that there was, like, snacks put out for them in the tutel room, and they would go and get us, like, Snickers and then bring them to us, and they remembered who we were. And I was like, oh, wow, these guys are so cool. I can't wait to be a ninth grader and make friends with them. So as you went on the trip, the trip begins, you take the long flight uh, from, uh, from Newark Airport to Beijing. You spend a few days uh, traveling, seeing the sights in Beijing, but then also traveling to the ancient city of Xi'an. Uh, before, all of that's before you get to uh, sort of the featured part of the trip, visiting Changsha and our friends at the Yali School. I wonder if you can talk about your experiences in Beijing and Xi'an. What sort of stands out for you? Two things that really stood out for me, one from each city, is in Beijing, I uh, love the Great Wall. I mean, I think most people say that. It's a pretty awesome place to be. But uh, I was, like, before we got up there, I was kind of feeling jet-lagged and out of it, like, for most of the trip. And uh, we got to the top, and I was like, wow, it's really kind of cool to be in China right now. And uh, so we were walking along, and we kind of had, like, a competition who would get, like, to the next tower first. And it was just, like, really memorable moment about my trip in Beijing. And I also think, like, in Xi'an, uh, we went on this bike ride around the city wall, and that was uh, quite cool as well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, again, competitions are very popular in ninth grade, so we were trying to see who got first all the way around the wall, which was fun. When we were in Beijing, we got there, I think it was kind of late at night, right? It was dark out, so we didn't really get to see much of it. But my friend and I were one of the first people down in the lobby the next day, and we just looked around, and there was, like, the hotel, it was kind of, like, the, it was glass and then the street. 
I mean, there's just so many people out and about and like grandparents loading their grandkids onto motorbikes to go to school and there's everyone just walking around and we noticed that like, I don't know, this is kind of weird, but everyone was wearing AirPods like it's like in America and that kind of made us feel like, oh, like we're in China, but it's still like the U.S. a little bit. And in Xi'an, yeah, the bike ride was really cool. They had out all these decorations. I think they're almost like giant flowers all over the wall. I'm not really sure what they were celebrating, but it was really pretty, and I made it extra special, I think. I totally agree with Mac about the, in Beijing, my favorite part was definitely the Great Wall. Uh, everyone loved it, it, it from, like, the reactions there. It, it was just a great time for everyone, and um, I'd, I'd been studying the wall. I was doing a project. Um, we, we all do our docent projects, and we present at each location, and I, I had the Great Wall, so I presented with Chris, and it was um, it was actually kind of funny, this group of football players from well, Penn State, I think it was. Yeah, they, they all came through and it was like 20 minutes of them just walking by. And at first, oh yeah, at first it was like kind of, um, it was kind of like an interruption and we weren't really feeling it. But then as they kept going, we kind of like started talking to them and like high five them as they walked past. And it was really cool just to like, I don't know, get that a little connection, a little, a little more energy going in the morning. And then as we walked along the Great Wall, it was just a it was an amazing experience. You got to talk with your friends. You got to see the sights and everything. It was, and then we, every time I went through a tower, there'd be like vendors trying to stel- sell stuff to you. And it was, it was like that's when I kind of like realized like, whoa, I'm in China now, and this is, is going to be an amazing trip. So as you traveled along, then from Beijing to Xi'an, uh, you reached that sort of high point of the trip. Kind of what uh, a lot of this is about is about that cultural exchange, uh, traveling to. Changsha to the, our friends at Yali Middle School. You visit some other schools in Changsha. But one of the most important things is that you have a chance to do a homestay. And for many of you, you had a chance to stay at the homes of students that you had hosted yourself. For That's true for many ninth graders. I wonder if you could talk about the homestay. What was that like to anticipate that? And what was it like, uh, the experience itself? Yeah, so I was, I was a little nervous going into it. But um, once I got there, the parents, well I, well, I met his parents and I met him and we went to walk to his house and Everything was so nice. They had cleaned up and they had given, prepared like a room for me and we had dinner and they were just amazing hosts and um, all my nerves just went away. And then over the course of the next day, we, were, we, didn't, we weren't like going to their school. And um, over the next day, we, we just like went out about the city and we met up with friends and like saw a movie. We went to like a basket making uh, like kind of meet up and it was it was really fun I got a lot closer to my my buddy and it was just a great experience as I said before I stayed with my buddy Alan um, and he came in September and I was able to go back in Changsha and stay with him and uh, so we got there on the first night in the family they had two floors they had a two-floor apartment and on the bottom floor they had a movie theater and a bedroom and that was all for me which was pretty awesome yeah they also um, bought all new towels toiletries and we went out snack shopping the night uh, I got there so we could, I don't know, so in case I was hungry, I could get whatever I needed. And so they were just very welcoming. And like David said, all the nerves went away when I met my buddy's family and ate a meal with them, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, I know for me, um, the homestay was the part of the trip I was most worried about. But as soon as I saw my buddy's face again, I was like, oh, like it's all going to be okay. And we went back to her apartment, and her parents were so nice and welcoming. And I met her little brother, who was really nice. I mean, watched Transformers with him because he was really into that. And then on the first night, we went to, like, almost a midnight movie. I think it started at, like, 11.45. So that was really cool. And I noticed that there was a lot of younger kids in the movie theater, which I don't think would really happen in America, but I just thought it was interesting. And then 
Uh, the next day, we had we didn't have any school or anything planned. So we went out with a bunch of her friends, some from um, Yali and other ones weren't. And it was just really nice to see like, oh, if I was living here, this is probably what I would be doing. Like, it was cool just to like see how other teenagers and what they were doing on a free day off. So when you were in Changsha, you have a chance to not only visit Yali School, but also some of the other schools there. Can you talk about the experience of visiting some of those other schools uh, that are associated with the Yali School and what it's like to see uh, education in China? The f I think it was the last day we were in uh, Changsha. We went to this, um, I don't know, I think it was like a branch of the Yali School. It was a middle school. It was called Nanya. And um, it was a lot like Yali. There were many kids there. Um, and we did like a... We didn't really sit in sit in on any classes, but we um, we were able to like we took this basket making class, flower <laughs> arrangement making class. I'm sorry, and um, it was just we were able to see the Chinese teachers and like how they taught a class. So that was nice. And also when we were um, driving to Yali one day, we passed like another branch of Yali. I'm not sure what it really was, but. And I saw like kids running with their backpacks or walking with their families, and it was just cool to see like how many kids because there's way more kids at Yali well in China schools than here so it's just kind of cool to see like I don't know how many kids like went to one school it was interesting yeah when we visited the middle school we had some free time towards the end to just walk around and meet some kids and we went on the basketball court and we were just talking to all the other kids over there and we got to give them like some foot like merchandise and I remember, I remember how nervous they were about their English. Like, they would say something, and their English was great. But after every sentence, they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, my English is not good. And we're like, oh, no, your English is great, because I really did have really good English. But I think that they were just nervous talking to kids who are actually from the U.S. or a country that speaks English. As she was talking about, like, we went down to the basketball courts in our free time at, at the end of the little trip there. And so a lot of us actually got a basketball game going, and it was it was really fun. It was like... We had spent all this time with our Yali buddies, and now we were spending some time with uh, some kids in a different branch, and it was cool to like just get to know them pretty quickly. It wasn't it wasn't like a lot, but we played a basketball game, and it was fun, and we spent some time with them, and it was just a a nice little moment. I wonder if you can uh, talk about uh, if any of you would share what was challenging and what was most challenging for you about this trip, and how did that work out? How did you kind of draw on uh, your experiences to get through? some tougher moments that happened during a, a two-week trip overseas? Well, um, in my homestay on the second night, um, it turns out that my buddy was not coming back with me. And then, because we lived kind of far away, it was maybe like a 45-minute drive away from the school. And she had some late-night classes. So it turns out that she was renting an apartment near the school, and she stayed there by herself normally on the weekend, on like the weeknights. So I was like, oh, okay. And it was just me and her parents and her little brother at the homestay for the rest of the trip and her parents did not speak a word of English, I think they knew danger and okay. And her little brother knew like a little bit of English because he was learning in school, but it was like basic phrases that you learn when you're in second grade. And we had a translating app, but over dinner, the translating app broke. So it ended up being a really good thing because the little brother and I were just passing like a napkin across the table to each other. And there's other ways to communicate that didn't involve language. So I think it ended up being a really cool experience. So I think, like Zoe said, the language barrier is always a struggle for most people. But I took Chinese, so I didn't really have a problem with that. I was able to communicate, like, basic things like food and, like, 
we went bargaining and the price of stuff like that. But I think the real problem for me was um, some of the food. Uh, I like Chinese food, but I guess like just American Chinese food. I'm not really a big fan of Chinese Chinese food. So um, it was a lot. It was different cu cuisine and it was... I had a trouble in Beijing, but uh, as we like moved south, uh, it seemed more Americanized, so I was able to have some stuff that I liked. At one point, my passport went missing. Um, we were leaving. What was? What were we leaving? Uh, Beijing, because it was the boat. We were in the. We were just coming out of the Boat Hotel, um, and I could not find my passport. And what was supposed to happen was the teachers were supposed to have collected it, and we were supposed to hand it into them at the end of every trip and. Like at every place we went, and so um, what? At some point, I don't know when it happened. Um, I just I forgot to hand it in, or they forgot to collect it, or something, and I I had it on me. And then as we were leaving, when we were about to go to the airport, uh, they were collecting all the passports. Well, they were um, counting up all the passports, and they're like, "Oh, where's David's?" And so we could not find my passport anywhere, and uh, it was like it, I was really scared because I thought I was gonna have to stay a day behind, but. It turns out I had it the whole time, and it was it was in my bag, and I was like I, I was like I thought I had it, and they're like no, we would have had it, and then it was like a big, it, the whole thing though it, it turned out to be it, it was had a all's well that ends well basically, it um it was fine in the end, and it was, we joked about it later on, but um uh, it was a it was a little moment of trouble, but now it's all it all fixed itself in the end. So I know once you return from the trip, certainly uh, the way we schedule this trip, you have a week to just. Uh, get away from the trip and, and for so many of you relax uh, before we resume school in late March. And then, um, but even as you return to the classroom, you have chances to reflect on the trip. And one of the questions I know Ms. Riding, who guides the trip, often asks is to, uh, for you to reflect on why we travel. What is the importance of traveling? What does it do for us as human beings to be able to see different parts of the world and to know different cultures? So I wonder how each of you have reflected on that since. What is the importance of this trip? Why, why do we travel? Well, I think that traveling is really important because it lets you see, it lets you experience other cultures and see how, and see how other people live. And I think that, like, really, you could have been born anywhere. So it's cool to see how everyone else is living their lives. And when you go there, you can see, oh, maybe this is what I would be doing if I was living here. And you can connect with the people from different cultures. And it, it really makes the world seem more connected when you go to a lot of different places because you feel a lot more connected with everyone else. That's a great way of putting it. I was, um, what I, what I, before that we went on the trip, like, went on the night when I was packing and, um, when I was nervous, like on the bus right there at first, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so different. I'm not going to know what to do. Um, and it's going to, it's going to be a whole new world. And then I went there and it, it was just, it, it was just like, they were regular people living. And I, I realized like, well, I mean, we've known, like we've heard about how different it is and everything, but then it's really just, we're all just people living our lives. And it was like a cool little connection to make there. And I, I really enjoyed that. Like, seeing about their lives and everything with the homestaying through the cities, it was it was great. I guess I don't really have like a broad overview of why I travel, but I think there was just a specific moment that really made me like reflect on why I do travel. And that was, I said this before, that, that was on the Great Wall. I mean, it was just so different and like beautiful, I guess, that um, it was, I, I just felt like it was worth it to be in China at that moment. 
Fantastic. And Mac, you're talking about moments, and I know, you know many of you just have like singular memories, and whether it's a, a photograph that you took that just captures something just right, or a relationship that you built, or just a time when you're just, like you say, Mac, just standing there and going, wow, I'm yeah. here. Um, what, you know, I wonder if you can share, each of you share, as we begin to close this conversation here, one lasting memory. What's one thing that, that um, will always sort of be there for you as you think back on the trip to China? Um, I think it's definitely my buddy. Uh, I think I built a great relationship with him, and I probably won't be able to see him too much more, but I think that I'm able to email with him and uh, talk online with him and just have someone overseas who you know, and if you go ever go there again, you'll be able to like have someone to tour you around or something like that. I think it's pretty special. One moment that I'll always remember was when we were biking around the wall of Xi'an, and my friend and I are pretty short, and there weren't any bikes that we could ride. So they were like, oh, you can use a two-person bike. She's like, okay, this will be fun. We can handle this. But turns out we didn't really know how to ride it, and everyone else had already left, and we were just on the wall trying to figure out how to get this bike started. And then a group of old Chinese women started filming us. We were like, okay, great. And then we just kept on doing it, and they just didn't stop filming us for like the longest time. And then eventually when they realized that we were not going to get this by ourselves, they came over and they helped us. Like they were like yelling at us in Chinese, but we didn't speak any Chinese. We were just kind of nodding our heads. And they told us to get off and they fixed the entire bike. Like they were like adjusting things and like moving pedals. And after they were done, they told us to get back on. And we did know ER san, which is like one, two, three. And then they're like, ER san, which is like, I guess how we were supposed to pedal. And then we got it, and we were biking across the wall, and they were so happy, and they were following us, cheering and clapping and filming us. And we just thought that that was really funny and a really special connection to make. The second, the second day there, or maybe, maybe it was the third, I was with my, uh, no, the third day of the homestay, that is. Um, I went home with my buddy, and we, um, we decided to go out to a movie. We had uh, contacted a couple of his friends, and we went out. We all met up at the movie theater. We, like, talked together for a little bit. We went in the movie, and... We saw Captain Marvel, and it was uh, it was like we all just and after the movie we all got out and we were like talking about it and like laughing and joking with each other, and it was like this real moment of connection that like like these were your peers now and it, like it started off as just like a a buddy you were paired with and now it was like a close friend and I'm always gonna remember that moment. Zoe, David, and Mac, uh, thanks for sharing your memories. Um, it's certainly uh, great to hear um, of the trip from your experiences and uh, to to in some ways sort of travel there with you even through the conversation. Um, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you for thank having you us. Thanks for having us, yeah. Thank you very much. Foot Podcasts are a production of The Foot School, an independent school for grades K-9 through located in New Haven, Connecticut. Visit us online at footschool.org 